Thank you, Mary. That was wonderful. Did anybody have anything that God was showing you that you want to share? I can tell you what he was showing me. I just saw like the Father or Jesus with the long robes and we were all under his robes just as a chicken has her chicks under the wings. We were all under his robes and I saw that if, if somebody got distracted and wandered a little way out, he would just reach out and draw them back in again. And we're in the safest place we can be, under the Father's robes in his presence. It's just when we get distracted or drawn away by the enemy that we come out of that place. So thank the, thank, thank the Father, thank Jesus and the Holy Spirit for being there and being faithful to keep us safe protected, provided for, whatever we need. So did anybody have anything to share? Marianne. Good morning. Wow, okay. Sometimes we think sharing with people is such a small thing and we don't have enough to give. And all I saw was a big basket and the goodness of God was in it, and we were just dishing it out to everybody that was around us. Yet we think that it's such a small thing, and we're thinking, what can be done with just as such a small thing of the goodness of God? But you know what? When we spread it out to other people, no matter how big or small we think it is, it can do amazing things. So whatever we do, let us not minimize the goodness of God, because there's so many people around us who need to know about it, and let him take care of the rest of it. So praise God for the goodness of God. That's wonderful. And what we, what we give out will multiply coming back to us. Post-sermon discussion. So, um, does anybody have any comments, any questions for Pastor Bob? Um, anything you want to say about the message we've heard today? Julie. It's really funny because as Bob were reading that, it's like we we watch movies and we watch, we read books, but we don't become the characters. We actually distance ourselves from it. And, and in society, I feel that that's what we do. We read a story and we read the scripture and we put it down and we go, gosh, that's amazing. And it's not even about a preach. It's not even about uh, someone giving a great word. It's that we've become distant. We've become detached. Um, and I think we, we think we haven't, but if we were truly attached to the word of God, um, sorry about my hands, uh, and what, what he said, what God, the word, the actual word, we would be seeing the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. We would be seeing healing. We would be seeing miracles. We would be seeing signs and wonders. It would be an outpouring of a, a revival. And I just think that reminding of, um, as you read a book and the, a great novel, this, this, um, this author I love, it's fantastic. You still don't, we still don't engage fully. And what, what happened with Bob is it wasn't a stirring. It was a, do you see you? Do you see who Jesus says you are? Do you know that this book, this book right here, was written all about you. 
It's all for you. It's that Jesus wants others to know him. It's all about, and I just felt, I can't say I felt stirred. I felt like the Holy Spirit went, this is you. Where are the manifestations in your life? Where is the fruit? We talk of the fruits of the Spirit. That's great. But where is the actual fruit? Where is the harvest? The harvest is right there. But knowing basic instructions before leaving earth. This is what the Bible is. And I just feel, me, myself, I've just been really honest with it. I'm not where I should be. I don't see me truly as I am. I don't see me truly as God sees me. Yeah. I don't. I listen and I take what is comfortable. We've learned to be comfortable. Yeah. And sorry if that offends anybody because I, I felt that that word was so for me to say, and that's you, you walk away from the mirror and you don't know who you are because we've been conditioned as a society to listen and, and depart, detach. So there you go. That's my word. Very encouraging. <laughs> Pastor Bob, do you want to say anything about that? I was I was just thinking about the the whole uh, TV thing, Julie. Yeah. Um, uh, there's there's times when I'm watching movies that they touch me in such a deep way. Yeah. There's emotions that are invoked in me. There's 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 something that's invoked in me, and I've come to recognize the spirit of God is very much involved in that. Yeah. And if yeah. if I would recognize it. Um, like you said, you're reading a book and just something is stirred inside of you. And, and sometimes that thing is frustration. And so we take that as a negative, and because we live under, under that sense of rejection and whatnot, we take frustration as a negative. But I've come to understand by the Holy Spirit that frustration is a legitimate passion in me that has not yet been realized. Mm -hmm. It is a passion in me that he wants to awaken, and if I'm going to shove it down based on a false sense of identity, then I'm going to miss out on it. But I need to recognize that that frustration is a passion that he is now presenting to me as a possibility, okay, as an opportunity. And those things that are being invoked in me, sometimes they're just deep longings and sometimes they're, they're outward passions, but, but he, 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 he wants me to be so aware okay, that the deep longings that he's uncovering are the longings that he is right there to meet, okay? Yeah. I mean, one of them is, I am Sam. I like the movie, I am Sam. I like the, the last picture when it, it, there's been this whole dysfunctional relationship between the daughter and the father, and yet he loves her, and she knows, and yet there's been all kinds of misunderstanding. But in that last scene, he picks her up at the baseball game. He's supposed to be the umpire. She, she bats the ball. He picks her up, and he's running around. He's running around the base, and she is being, she's allowing him to celebrate her, and he is celebrating his love for her publicly and openly, and my heart just starts to rip open. Okay? And the father says, you need to recognize that's the longing you have, and that's the love 
I have to give. Mm -hmm. Open your heart now and receive it. This is who you are. I run around the bases with you in my arms and I celebrate you, son. Happy Father's Day. Woo! Yeah. That just reminds me that, um, you know, God speaks to me in songs and he does it to most of us at some point. But out of the, when the strangest times I will have this song um, from the Beatles about Mrs. Robinson, Jesus loves you more than you can know. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's like he keeps doing that because eventually we'll get it. Yes. And that's how he reprograms us. And, you know, if we try to do it absolutely ourselves, we're never going to do it. But the Holy Spirit knows how to, which is our hope, is that he is able to transform us. So we, can, we read the word. There are times when God will bring the word to me in a song. And I will recognize, okay, that song's for this particular situation. And every time that same thing comes up, I will, I will use those words, that word, and repeat it and repeat it and thank him for it until it starts to manifest in my life. And that's how we do it. And thank God that he is able. Pastor Bob, do you want to say something? Because that's, that's important what you're bringing up. The Holy Spirit is the one that is working, doing the transformation. Okay? So I talked about intentionality. We need, okay, we need to understand the process of seeing and then ch changing the lens through which we see, changing the process through which we think, changing our conversation. Okay? But it's the Holy Spirit that's at work in us to do that. Okay? So it's not about the doing. Okay? It's about the being. That's why I started there. I choose to be a person who is going to become the outward expression of the truth he's put in me. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, if I am that person, if I'm the being, I am, I, am, I am not a person that's just deceiving myself okay, in hearing good things that inspire me. Okay? I choose to be. Okay? When I'm in that position of being, now I'm, an, I'm aware of the songs that are coming and why they're coming, of the passions that are stirring and why they are stirring. I am now a person that is in relationship, a relationship of transformation. I'm never condemned. I'm never condemned when weakness and, and whatnot come, when frustration, I'm not condemned at all, okay? Because he is at work in me to transform me because he has already adopted me as a son. He has already placed his son within me. He has placed the spirit of sonship in me to respond as a dearly loved son to the love of the Father because I love him because I've come to know how much he loves me first. Okay? okay. So it's, it's not me striving or working at anything. It's him working in me by his spirit. Okay? And me, the mm -hmm. kind of person that's pursuing that change. Yeah, we just have to be open. Lillian, oh, so Bonnie, you were first, I think. Bonnie, you want to come to the mic? Well, this, this came to me while Pastor Bob was, um, was standing up there talking about being, um, being changed and but, but 
become and just not just hearing the word, but become a doer of the word. And this came to me is that um, Psalms 139, and I'm going to read this because it, it David talks about this because it, he, he talks about it being him so wonderfully and fearfully made. But yet, he says, you saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written. What I was getting was that within the book, within this Bible, within the book that we look at every day, we read every day, we see the stories of every man and woman, every man and woman that, 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 that came into the world as a baby, as a child, that, that followed the Lord and everything. We see that his story is their story. But their story is his story. So everything that you see reflects him towards, reflects who he is towards them, but also reflects him, it, they reflect it back to him and who he is. You're never without substance. That's the thing what I'm getting here. You're never without substance. When you gave your life to the Lord, he, you, you, are a, you are now a new creation. You were born in the image and likeness of God. It's not like Pastor Bob said, it's not by the blood of man or, or, or like, like it's not by the blood or, or the choice of man, but it is by God himself. When you became born again, a new creation, you had substance. You were given substance. And it says right here, it says it right here, like, the, like David, like the, he says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are, marvelous are your works. And that my soul knows very well. He, he, like he, he, he gets into it so, like he, there's such a passion here. He says my, that my soul, soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully, skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book, they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as yet there were none of them. So whenever you, you like with Pastor Bob, like I, 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 I can relate to him in so many ways on so many levels pertaining to this in my own life, that becoming what God is calling you to be it's not about a calling in, 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 in an essence where you're standing up on, on a platform or anything. Your calling is to become like him. Your calling is to become like him in his likeness and his image. We're not here to parade around like, okay, well, I'm on the platform. I, I got this ministry. The only ministry we have is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And, the, and ministering to the Lord. This is what this book is. He reflects himself to the people in every story from Genesis to Revelation. But in, in the return of that, in the exchange of that, we reflect back to him who he is to us and how we've overcome the things 
that we've overcome. We have sorrow, we have pain, we have, we have all these discouragements, we have frustration like Pastor Bob, we have desires, we have passion, but we, like David in the Psalms, he reflects that back and forth, back and forth with the Lord every day while he's there shepherding those sheep. And still yet while he's hiding in caves, he's, he's constantly in the passion, in the burning desire to know God and to cry out to him whenever he needs to whenever he needs to because he knows God is real and that's where we need to know that's what we need to know that God is real he's not an invisible person he's not somewhere up there floating on the clouds just looking down on us and saying okay what are they, what are they going to do next we have to start taking it really real 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 really seriously in what God is saying here this message is not just just words as Pastor Bob was saying. There, there's, there's a real message here for every one of us and to take it to heart. That's a good word, message. Thank you, Bonnie. Yeah, good word. Okay, Lillian. There's a, a song that the, the Holy Spirit was singing to me all, all this week. It's so exciting. There's a river of life flowing out of you. Healing broken hearts, setting captives free. And he kept singing that in my spirit. And there was so much action going on in my spirit. And it's more like the conversations are within me. And it's so exciting. Yeah, that's, that's really good. That's a song that comes to me a lot too. Yeah, it's amazing how God can use songs to change your life, huh? Anybody else? Yeah, so the word that Pastor Bob shared, uh, well, the explanation he gave about James 1.22, uh, about being doers, that really spoke to me. Uh, when, he, when he gave the explanation about poetry, where it is something creative. And I felt like God was saying, it is when you give uh, your wholehearted worship, like putting your heart and soul into doing something. It's not just, oh yeah, I've got a job to do. And like you go to work every day and you just do this mechanical thing because this is the job I've got to do. So yeah, you go on like that. But it's more putting your heart and soul into something. So anything that we are doing, all our works or whatever we do should be wholehearted coming from our hearts with uh, our heart, soul, mind, spirit, passionately, not just a mechanical action of, yeah, doing it. That's, so that, that's what I felt. I think there's a Psalm 100, is it, where it says to praise him with all your heart, mind, and strength. And it's the same thing. God impressed that on me years ago, that you give it everything you have, which means you use your body, you use everything. And you're right. If, if we're going to be who's called us to be, we, we, we do it with all that we've got. Yeah, thank you. Okay, um, I think we're... It's, oh, just a minute. Pastor Bob's got another 